0: From the newsroom of the Rockford Register Star, here's what's new today.
1: I feel like I my ideas come from. I want to do different styles of art. You know, display different styles of art that people are not too used to. Not that people don't really see anymore. Was it? Uh, painting cars or something like that, just display something new so people can be more attracted to that. I don't know, I just try to, to come up with new, unique ideas that you know Rockford has never done or that haven't that, that they have done in the past but just never really like uh, successfully done it. No shade, it doesn't no shade zone.
0: I'm Scott Yates, photographer and multimedia journalist with the Rockford Register Star. This show is where we meet the artists who make our community a more beautiful place. This week, we meet photographer Buda Barrios. Buda is an urban boudoir and street photographer. His models are more often Latinas and women of color. He's equally comfortable working with natural light outside city buildings as he is shooting in the privacy of an empty living room. One of Buddha's early artistic influences was his grandmother's cooking for family meals. Later, Buddha drew inspiration from his older brother's custom painting on cars. The latter influenced Buddha's curation of local art shows in which he included colorful lowriders and custom motorcycles, as well as the two-dimensional artworks in the gallery. Buddha's latest project was the Dia de los Muertos Art Gallery, which took over an unused floor of a southside building on November 9th buddha visited the register star newsroom recently for this podcast so let's drop in on our conversation now
1: now that we started recording my voice is going
0: out well then well that that's where getting close to the mic will come in handy you can even just whisper into the mic and it will pick up here asmr (laughs) exactly yes Yes. yes welcome welcome it's the night hour this is meet the artist with buddha barrios Sponsored by the Easy Bake Oven to the left and a pair of AA batteries to the right. Yes. <laughs>
1: I see. That's a great start.
0: <laughs> right on. I, speaking of starting, I never know how to smoothly get into the start of these things, but here we go. Buda Barrios, welcome to the Rockford Register Star.
1: Glad to be here. Finally.
0: Finally. It's taken a couple of weeks to get you into the newsroom here for this podcast. I wanted to promo and talk ahead of time about your recent art show that you produced Dia de los Muertos yeah. down on the south side that didn't happen ahead of time so we're here now for the recap of yeah. that
1: yeah,
0: as well as to get to know you as an artist people will know you as Buda Barrios the photographer the fashion photographer uh, and uh, art promoter well you call yourself um, a blessed and humble self taught photographer mm-hmm. from the south side of Rockford. Yep. And the owner of Be Easy Photography. Yes, sir. You have a killer Instagram game. We'll, we'll get to that at the end here. That'll be cool to talk about. Um, real quick is, is Budabarios your government name?
1: Budabarios is not the government name. Um, my real name, I cannot tell anybody that just for, not just playing. My real name is Raimundo Barrios. Some of you guys have never heard of my real name. Even ex girlfriends in the past don't even know my real name. So there you go. Now I'm, you know.
0: I'm just learning this right now. <laughs> I threw that question out there. Yeah. I didn't know I was going to ask that until just now. This is uh, like the
1: first time I ever say it on air or anything like that. So
0: you heard it here first, folks. Fantastic. Well, yeah. thank you for that. <laughs> That's the kind of. Um, Tidbit of information I love to uh, to learn while doing this Meet the Artist podcast. You're here to, uh, uh, because you are making Rockford a more beautiful place, mm-hmm. um, you are a wonderful fashion photographer, you, and uh, to describe your work in broad strokes, you shoot what I'm calling urban boudoir.
1: Yeah, yeah
0: your uh, models are more often latinas and women of color mm. your environments are shot in natural light outside uh city buildings are there uh, i uh, 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 close watchers can often recognize more than a few rockford scenes and you are equally comfortable shooting in the privacy of a bedroom or an empty living room mm-hmm. uh, Before I put too many words in your mouth or get all art psychologist on you, tell me and us what you do.
1: Well, I'm a photographer. I don't like calling myself a photographer, but yeah, I guess some people can call it a photographer. I just take it as, uh, documenting interesting people. Um, some people know me by working with females, uh, models and all that stuff, which is, uh, typically what I mostly do. But when I'm not doing that, I also do street photography, which is a passion of mine too, that I try to do as much as possible. Um, But yeah, I'm that guy that you see taking pictures on South Main.
0: And is it just me, or are you avoiding using fancy flashes and studio lights? I know that's um, not something you see much in in, uh, street photography. Mm but uh what what what's your reason for this i just
1: feel like natural light don't get me wrong the uh, flashes and all that stuff is amazing i wish i could use some stuff like that i wish i know how to i knew how to i know how to use it um but i just like shooting with my like a 50mm lens you know something that low light that's great with low light it's just to me it's more raw it's more it's more with i, I guess what captures like the eye i guess you know it's just I don't know, something about shooting with a 50 millimeter lens or a 35 is just
0: amazing in natural light. For for the non-photographers out there, those are um, an angle of lens that most accurately or most closely mimics what the human eye sees naturally. Mm -hmm. And uh, for me, I I tend to agree with you. I love my 35 millimeter fixed lens uh, because that is the... Shortest route from my imagination to real life, and it's the best tool to recreate um, my intentions.
1: You said it. That's exactly how I, you know, that's how you could say it, man. That's like my favorite lens all time, favorite lens, hands down.
0: Now, why don't you like calling yourself a photographer?
1: I don't know. I think a photographer is somebody who makes a full time living off, and you know, being a photographer. You know, you wake up in the morning and you're shooting till, you know, nighttime or stuff like that. And you're booking gigs constantly. I don't think that's me yet. You know, I want to be a full time photographer, but it just takes time, you know.
0: I th- I think uh, in all due respect, you might be missing or, or, or not giving yourself yeah. enough respect and uh, uh, not recognizing the artistry mm-hmm. of what it means to be a photographer.
1: Yeah, yeah you're true yeah you're right on that one
0: cuz there's no lack of yeah. creativity and imagination and professionalism in the images that you produce um and there are plenty of listeners out there who uh want to be full-time yeah. artists and full-time creators don't have that luxury or privilege or haven't reached that level mm-hmm. in their career yet
1: one day I'll be one day
0: <laughs> but uh yeah they just um haven't gotten there yet yeah. but are just as equally um proficient and prolific yeah. as you are and as anybody on a say a full-time newspaper staff mm-hmm. like myself who gets paid to take pictures full-time and I should add I get I just said take pictures but I make photographs yeah. there's a there's a uh, a conscious effort to create an image and uh, to accurately uh reflect the scene in front of me and uh, that I call that process making a photograph. Making
1: a photograph. Yeah, you make some amazing. This is your your work is amazing.
0: Oh well, thank you very much. I I didn't bring you on here to to yeah. blow uh, blow smoke anywhere, but <laughs> uh, but I just
1: I, I just give props when props are due, man. Like, well, I keep it real.
0: Well, thank you, and that's precisely why you are here. I've asked all of my meet the artist guests here in the newsroom uh, because they are certainly making Rockford a more beautiful place through their um, artwork. Uh, you grew up in Rockford. You're a Rockford native. And in fact, uh, on the south side of Rockford. Yes, sir. And you are very proud of that. Very proud. Dooley. Um, did you come from an artistic <coughs> family?
1: Um, Not really. My dad was a baker in Mexico. You know, um, my mom just worked uh, just a regular job. You know, they both came, t- they both moved from uh, Texas and Mexico to Rockford, you know. So, but yeah, I, I didn- there was no artistic, the closest one to being an artist was my brother Mario, my older brother. He paints cars and that was his passion, you know, that was his his main thing. And then I see, I, I, I see I, in high school, he used to draw these, uh, these images and I just thought it was just amazing. I was like, oh man, that's cool. So, yeah. That's like the only I think artist we had in our family.
0: <laughs> and are you close to your brother to this yeah, day?
1: Yeah, I'm always close to my brothers. You know, all my, uh, my brother and my sisters. You no, know.
0: is everybody still in Rockford or uh, my in sis- the area?
1: Yeah, my sister lives in Texas, and my two older brothers live in Rockford. Okay. Yeah. So,
0: um, as we get into your uh, art show productions, uh, we'll we'll we will learn that uh, automobiles and mechanics play a role in, mm-hmm. in the shows that you produce. Yeah. Um and, and I'm guessing that seed but I, I'm I, I'm prejudging here, but I'm guessing that seed uh was born with your brother in his yeah. painting of cars. Yeah. Uh you saw him do that at as as an early age, so that's been a part of your world from yeah, the man. beginning.
1: My brother's been painting since he was fifteen.
0: Guys dope. <laughs> right on. Another brother from a different mother is a previous guest on this show, Vic Rivera. Oh, yeah. What was y'all's, uh, youth like roaming the streets, uh, of Rockford?
1: Me and Big Monster. Well, no. Uh, yeah, we grew up together. He lived right down the street. So he, he would always come over my house or I would go over to his house. But we started breakdancing at a very young age. Um, we were, as kids, we were breakdancing, building low-rider bikes and just being, you know, doing what kids do, just riding around Rockford and, you know, just being kids, you know, trying to do, find, trying to find interesting stuff to do. And, yeah, that's that, that was our thing just growing up as kids. And later on, we met Ricky, Rick Monster, and all the other guys, and we became one big family.
0: And uh, that was uh, part of the resurgence of breakdancing and the yeah. b-boy culture in Rockford.
1: Yeah, we were like a couple kids that came together from different crews, and we just – one day we just had a big practice together and next thing you know we're going Thanksgiving we're going to Thanksgiving dinners at families houses together cuz that's how we do you know we just became one big family
0: Speaking of family, uh, adopted and uh, and chosen and uh, born family, um, what was the – or what is the earliest creative memory you have uh, from your family? And you're closing your eyes to reach down deep there.
1: Man, uh, a, remem- a memory of my family. was just, or, basi- or just the, cr- the yeah.
0: earliest creative memory in your life that you can think of right now.
1: Just probably getting together at my grandma's house in Chicago. I think that was like the most amazing times of my life because – We would always get together there every Sunday just to just hang out and eat. You know that was our goal, just hanging out. I don't know. It was just a beautiful thing seeing my family come together.
0: Was Grandma creative in any way? Uh, She knew how. Yeah, she could create some amazing food. Creates amazing food. Yeah, man, great. That
1: lady can cook. God bless her.
0: Um, Did she foster your? uh, Did Did she plant a photographic seed for you? Did she uh, foster your early photo career at all?
1: Not really. Um. I really wasn't picking up a camera and anything like that back in the days. So it was just seeing stuff, seeing like the Chicago neighborhood where she lived. That just kind of always remember. It always played back in my mem- my. It played back on my head, and it was just like something, like I know that I wanted to document later on in the future.
0: You know. documentation is a big part of my world as mm-hmm. a photojournalist. And I can see a lot of the same themes in your fashion work and mm-hmm. in your street photography. Yeah. Um, w- what is it about street photography and that documenting yeah. of a slice of life that uh, that resonates with you? I think,
1: you know, street photography is like it's important. It's something that you're going to you're you're capturing an image of uh, something that's never going to happen again. You know, nobody. From taking pictures of shootings when when after after the shooting when cops saw show up to um seeing stuff like that it's never gonna happen again you know
0: in that particular in, 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 way in
1: that particular way, so just seeing stuff that i've uh seen stuff that I come across from taking pictures of a homeless man or taking rent or just taking a picture of uh somebody who's wearing a nice outfit is just amazing to me it's like it sticks out it's raw it's real and it's just something that you're never going to see again it's always going to be like that one chance and it's gone
0: as i was giving you a uh, a behind the scenes tour of the newspaper process here at the rockford register star we visited our photo and news morgue downstairs <laughs> yeah where there are some of our earliest uh, black and white prints from our photographers. Amazing. Um, and we saw uh, a lot of decisive moments of small moments and big moments in Rockford's history. Uh, and you, uh, uh, if, if I can, if I was reading you, right, you were, you were kind of moved when you saw those early yeah, prints. These
1: black and white images that I've never seen before, but it's just the way how they're, you know, the, composition is is just amazing i was just like blown away just by old rockford and these old images the feel of this old uh, film work it was just amazing to me um i
0: I, I think you and I could, uh, chat and hang and just talk, uh, gear and photography all day long. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and I think we can go back to some of those elements, uh, later on, but I want to bring up, um, one of your most recent projects that really resonated in, in Rockford and that's your Dia de los Muertos art gallery oh, yeah. and show that just happened last weekend, um, it, it, tell us about that and uh where that idea for that kind of show came from.
1: Uh De Los Muertos um basically it's been going on since two thousand nine. For some of you who don't know, it's been going on for two thousand since two thousand nine. My friend Mario K.O. Martinez first uh curated that show at uh Rock Valley College. And then it went on for several years there and then it got moved to downtown to conveyor and then to uh, gallery 2213 and then it stopped after for i think 2 years or a year and then that's when i took the reins over and you know i just wanted to do it different i felt i wanted i always wanted the show to be bigger and unique something that Rockford never seen before you know was it and it was for bringing cars into it or bringing another another idea of the los muertos i don't i don't want people to think that This was something that you see off Coco the movie. This is going to be a more realistic uh, how they display it in Mexico. Um,
0: and so to that point, there are a lot of uh, uh, beautiful cars yeah. in your shows, as well as choppers, uh, mm. custom motorcycles yeah. as well. As well as um, paintings and photographs and, uh, and some vendors yeah. doing pop-up booths. Uh, along the gallery space there w- tell us why that mixture of of like cars and automobiles yeah. and some quote-unquote traditional uh print uh 2d printed material are yeah. are alive and well in your spaces i
1: think like the cars came to play because um in the hispanic culture the chicano culture in california uh lowriders was like a thing it was like art it's an art form it's uh the paint, the way the the candy paint or the metal flake lays on a car, you know, these guys do amazing patterns with it. And I was like, man, that's an art. That's art. How come we're not displaying these cars in the art gallery? So, and I decided to bring it in. I was like, one day we we brought these cars from Chicago, and they did. That. They had these unique paint jobs. I was like, that's what I want. I need cars with these unique paint jobs displayed in our art gallery.
0: I've seen a few of those low riders and beautiful uh, mm-hmm. cars uh, rolling around Rockford from time to time. Yeah. Is there a, a, a low rider scene in Rockford that I'm just not uh, connected with?
1: Not really. I don't okay. think so. I'm not. Yeah. There's I'm not, not really too many cars in Rockford. You know, um, they, yeah, there has been some people who brought them from Chicago. But, you know, I really want to bring that culture back. I think that was an amazing time in life.
0: Cool. Cool. Um, what did you struggle most with, with putting on this most recent Dia de los Muertos show?
1: Struggle, man. I think it wasn't really a struggle. It's just everything comes at once. It was just really hectic. You know, the art needs to be hung. Um, I think in this last, this past weekend, there was no, no light in the venue. So we're, we're, uh, we're like picking up lighting, clamp lighting from Menards and our good friends from, uh, my good friend Tim from, uh, Delicious Inc. and, my good friend Chris Jeebus, they let us borrow his clamp lights as much as, as many clamp lights they had, and we just just securing them, running lights with extension cord throughout the building, make sure everything's just safe, it's safe.
0: It, 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 I think it's important to note at this point that you took over a an abandoned building yeah. in the south side of of Ron it wasn't 30.
1: abandoned. It's just okay. it, it's just a, a, a like a little a big room that they don't use anymore. Okay. And I was just like, all right, cool. We've got to run late, you know?
0: Okay. Um, So that's just a small detail of what it takes to put on an amazing show. Mm -hmm. You're not only worried about curating the work that goes into the room, but also something as simple and mundane in our first world anyway, as how to illuminate the space.
1: (laughs) Illuminate, worry about music. Everything has to be just right.
0: Yeah. 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 how, how do you bring that kind of attention to detail to your photography? Or I would I would say reverse that you have an incredible attention to detail, both in color mm-hmm. of of your light in your photography and composition in mm-hmm. your photography. Um, where does that attention to detail come from and. And obviously, you translated that into show production as well. But but where does all that come from?
1: I guess just seeing stuff that people don't really find as beautiful. Like, uh, you know, an abandoned building could be just as gorgeous as a regular building, a studio, all lit up. For Dia Los Muertos, there was just a room that it was just uh, like the room needed work. The, there was brick showing the plaster was falling off. But to me, that was gorgeous. It was the natural light of the room, how it was lit. And I was just like, man, this this is a spot. After I seen it, I was like, this is a spot. This is where I want. You know, the same thing when I'm taking a picture. I could take a picture in, an, in a nice like, fr- a place that has flowers, like Mississippi Gardens. It's nice, but it's not me. You know, I want something that's going to stick out, that's going to make my image stand out from the rest of the people out there, you know. And I try to pick unique areas where no, normally no photographer comes and hangs out at, you know. The only reason why I know about these spots, because as kids, we were going behind abandoned buildings. We were going behind buildings and hanging out and underneath train tracks and all that stuff. And just going around different parts of Rockford where nobody ever went. And to us, it was just like, oh, this is normal. It's here. But to other people, they're like, man, you know, it's just junk. What you see as junk is gorgeous. It's I don't know. It's more raw. It's real. It's rustic.
0: I I think that's the beautiful part of photojournalism Mm -hmm. is recognizing and recording the inherent beauty in our everyday life. Yeah. Uh, That's a motto of mine that that I've put on all my Facebook uh, biographies and whatnot. Um, Recognizing and recording the inherent beauty that's all around us. Yeah. And being able to bring that to to our viewers, to our audience. Uh, And I think you do that incredibly well. Whether it's a, a gorgeous model or a gorgeous street scene, yeah, um, or uh, an unused part of a building, yeah. you're bringing in wonderful pieces of artwork. Um, to, to that effect, um, which pieces of of work and which artists did you choose to bring into that show, and why?
1: Um, a lot of the artists, some of them were repeating artists from last year because they inspired me. Like it was like the whole three seventeen crew, like not the whole three seventeen, but like Jenny Matthews and Laura. Laura, they they always come up with amazing, amazing, unique ideas. You know, China Cat, amazing artwork, hands down one, probably one of my top favorite artists.
0: She was the previous guest on this show, yeah. And and I think she created uh, something unique, even for her style, a a larger piece of work. Yeah, just a huge uh, picture. I think was probably like two feet by three feet. uh,
1: I think that's one. Yeah, I think that's the one she displayed at my show. It was just. Super huge. I was like, this deserves its own own spotlight. Um wonderful. But this year we brought a couple new artists from Chicago. Um, my homie Uriel Martinez and um Beto Gallardo were their tattoo artists from Uprising Tattoo. And they're just their style was just amazing. You know, and I also bought another good friend that I met at a tattoo convention, Dirty Lou, and from um Ray uh I forgot what tattoo shop he owns. But yeah, I brought him down and he's basically family. And I was just like, it's bananas, man. It's, I try to bring new artists every time that, that way people can get a different idea of their, what they're used to, you know?
0: So as a show curator and, uh, you've, you've just answered my, Next question is, uh, which artists are you, uh, really excited about nowadays? And I think it's just proof is in the pudding. Yeah. You put them in your show here and you just name dropped them. There's too many to
1: name. Like there's just so many artists that I can't wait for next year to put them on display to see more of their work and just have them, you know, just have them there and pick their brains off the show. You know, it just, there's like a handful of artists that I can't wait to have everybody see their artwork.
0: And that segues into my next question. Where do you think the future of the Rockford art scene is going?
1: Where? It's going everywhere. It's going to be on walls. It's going to be murals everywhere. That's how I see it. Hopefully this year we'll have more murals popping up. And, you know, Rockford, the Rockford art scene grows every year. Like every year, every year there's like a new gallery popping up or something, new pop-ups. And it's just amazing. People are out here doing amazing work, like. Like it's inspiring me to do stuff.
0: Inspired me to create more art. Yeah. Is that uh, more art in the photographic realm or are you thinking of branching out yourself um, into other mediums?
1: I wanna do I I have a I have a couple of shows I wanna do, but not necessarily display my artwork, but bring other artists. Like there's a couple of shows that uh, next year I wanna do. Um preferably like doing all tattoo artists type of show um an all photographer type uh all photography show um a low rider show, you know. Just I wanna bring back I want to do more more art events, you know. Um yeah. Plus my solo show.
0: No, um I'm not uh trying to throw shade on any uh current operations going on (laughs) in in the city, but it's no shade, no shade. No shade this is no shade zone, uh all all respect. Um to that end, it sounds like you're tapping into, um, a different, uh, demographic mm-hmm. of art viewer and art creator. Um, do you feel yourself branching out, uh, and, and drawing from different, uh, types of, of people, different types of artists yeah, in town that, I, that have, may not have, uh, had the exposure previously? Yeah.
1: I, I always want to bring a new artist, uh, to, to come out and display artwork. But yeah, um, I want to, I feel like I, my ideas come from, I want to do different styles of art, you know, display different styles of art that people are not too used to, not, that people don't really see anymore. Was it taking pictures of rivers? I mean, if it's, uh, uh, painting cars or something like that, just display something new so people can be more attracted to that. I don't know. I just try to come up with new, unique ideas that, you know, Rockford has never done or, that have that that they have done in the past but just never really like uh successfully done it I guess no shade
0: does no shade zone
1: you know sorry
0: wonderful <laughs> no no apologies necessary um this has been fantastic and I'm sure this conversation is not over please no, it's not it's not please let us know as soon as you've come up with uh, your next I- show idea um uh, and
1: uh it's already happened it's already happened Twenty twenty, uh De Los Muertos, Mujeres Divinas, all female show, all female artists, all female DJs. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna happen. That's that's what's gonna happen for sure
0: in November next year, 2020. We will have more uh a link to more information and a mention uh of more information for that little tidbit yeah. of breaking news in the show description of this podcast. So catch us online for for all of those tasty links. Now, I want to wrap up our conversation uh, with perhaps my favorite segment, and it's one that I stole from a favorite NPR host, uh, Sam Sanders. I want to troll and scroll through your Instagram feed for a cool image whose backstory just begs to be told. Now, you can be found on Instagram at beeasyphotos89. That's B underscore easy underscore photos eight nine. Here's a photo that has twice proven to be one of my favorites, and, uh, and I'll tell you why. It's a soft black and white portrait of a gorgeous female model wearing what looks to be only a white long sleeve shirt. She's taken a knee in the middle of a shallow creek. I can tell she's in the shade, but the wilderness of trees behind her Although super out of focus is in full sunlight. I liked it when you first posted it. uh, And then I forgot that I liked it. And when I was doing research for this show, I picked it out of the lineup yet again to ask you about it now. When you first posted, I commented, this is a great portrait. To which you replied, thanks, amigo. Now tell us what's going on in this photograph.
1: Man, this photo—it's taken at one of my favorite spots, like to shoot at. It's, um, I don't really like to tell you. I don't like to tell people where I'm at, but it's basically a tunnel,
0: kind of like a surfer. You're yeah, you're yeah, protective of you know, your, your it's, spots.
1: Uh, yeah, I, you know, I I've been going there since we were young. Um, per, I think we've been going there since we were like 15. You know, going to go practice painting there. But yeah, it's one of my favorite spots I like to go to on the east side. Um basically there's a little creek running through the through the tunnel. It's like a it's a long abandoned tunnel. And there's a creek running through it. And it just reminds me of something like uh, man, it just reminds me of like I wanna say like an old Indian like if you were to see an Indian like an Indian lady um on the like standing by the river, it just looks so natural. I don't know. And that's what I try to mimic with this photo. It's, uh, my, ho- my good friend Teresa from Chicago. Uh, she helped me take this picture. Actually, it was our first time shooting. And ever since then, we like clicked off our vibe was like, yo, this girl's dope. She, I love her attitude. And we went from. Um, being my model to being a good friend of mine
0: that vibe shows from a complete stranger yeah. like myself i could tell there's an intimate uh you know mutual respect between photographer and subject matter yeah. quote yeah, i, I hate using that yeah. word but uh because she and and that photo is so much more than just a clinical photo yeah. photographer subject relationship uh and, and and i feel like that's a vibe that is throughout all of your work
1: yeah it's it's always to make i think the first thing that i always feel like i have to do is make and not hold it as a job and not take it oh yeah this girl's just a model you know she's more she has to be more like a friend you gotta both set that good vibe in order for them to feel comfortable i think you know it's all about comfortable because if you're not comfortable at the end of the day you're not going to get the images you want you know i just feel like having that step like becoming more friends and making them feel more secure is always great a great way to make good images
0: it's a challenge that i face on the daily in my photojournalism mm-hmm. work for the register star as well um and i don't have much formal uh, art history education but i do know that a photographer named sally mann is um a precursor to This image that we're Mm -hmm. looking at here, she is a black and white uh, portrait photographer, famous for her uh, portraits of her children going about their daily lives in the comfort and privacy of their own home. Um, She's also uh, and she happens to live and work in Lynch uh, in and around Lynchburg, Virginia, not too far from my childhood home uh, as well. Um, but she uh, captures the intimacy between photographer and subject, as well as the human connection yeah. b- with their environment as well, which is coming through on uh, in in this image and a number of your other work here. Yeah, that's really wonderful.
1: So that's one of my my favorite pictures too. It still is. It still it still stands out. I was like, man, this this is some fire stuff, you know.
0: Absolutely, where your your whole career is is on fire right now, thank and I, you, I wish really you all you. the best. Thank you. My guest today is Buddha Barrios, art photographer, portraitist, and uh, and show uh, producer, art show producer. Here, uh, you can catch him on Instagram at eight 89 and at uh, any of his art shows around town. Buddha, thank you so much for coming into the thank Register you. Star.
1: Thank you for having me. You guys are dope. Thank you for doing this uh, this podcast, man. They're great to, to meet other artists and to know their background. It's, it's something really dope. It's amazing.
0: Meet the Artist is made possible through the journalism of the Rockford Register Star. The episode's theme music is called Sancho Panza Gets a Latte by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com and Filmmusic.io and is used under a Creative Commons by 4.0 license. For more from the newsroom of the Rockford Register Star, go online at rrstar.com.